0: This Just In, the ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Welcome to another steampunk-filled adventure of ongoing comic book discussion. I'm Corey. And I'm Tess. And this week we are doing Lady Mechanica Volume 1.
1: Volume 1, yes. I saw this one at Free Comic Book Day and I read the first one. It was Chapter 0 and I fell in love with it and I was like, I have to get the whole thing. And then my husband got it for me and we read it. Wait week. a
0: minute, I didn't read chapter zero. Why didn't you let me borrow that?
1: No, chapter zero is in the beginning. Oh,
0: it's in it. Cool. Yeah. Ne- oh, so it's that prequel story that they have in there. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Yes. So,
0: I- what drew you to Lady Mechanica at uh, first?
1: Honestly, the art. And then inside of it for chapter zero, she tends to a uh, hurt alien. Not alien. Why am I saying alien? It's like half animal, half mechanical, like half machine. Yeah. And she falls in love. Not falls in love. Like she just cares for it. Like it's hurt and everybody's going after it. And uh, they think it's evil, but she she gets to know it. And she realizes that it's not, and actually has really good intentions. And she loves it. And I was like, "That's how I am with my bunny." Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'll read the rest of this."
0: Wait, does your bunny have mechanical limbs? You
1: didn't see it when you came over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do. Uh, you and you and uh, your husband do have a very cute bunny. I She's and a cute cat too. And I'm not. I'm a dog guy. I'm not much of a cat guy, <laughs> but that's a cool cat you guys have.
1: Yeah, thirty pounds of love. <laughs>
0: Yeah, thirty pounds of love to kill my wife. Uh, yes, she's uh, she's allergic. definitely allergic to cats, but Aww. she loves them. She wants she wanted to pet them and everything. She's yeah. also allergic to dogs too, so yeah. we'll have to figure that out. As
1: long as she's not allergic to you, you're okay.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Not yet, at least. Not yet. Yeah, we haven't been married long enough. <laughs> not even. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, before oh, we dive into this, mm-hmm. uh, Comic Con was this weekend. Yes. And even though you guys are probably hearing this sometime and uh, we're thinking September. Probably a month
1: after it's happened Yeah, Yeah. Month or two, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sadly. Uh, it's just because I'm moving and, you know, well, it's, it's all in the past now, guys. It doesn't yes, matter. it doesn't but, matter. Yeah. <laughs> but we're getting to know each other, at least our, you know, especially our comic book fandom. So um, we can, let's talk about a little, S, you know, SDCC uh, news just for a second. Yeah. Before we dive in. Fortunately,
1: what? We, didn't have, we didn't get to go, but we I was all into the Instagrams, like, what's everybody doing? What's going on? with the announcements ah
0: yeah all kinds of trailers and Mm. then of course uh marvel plotted out their phase four
1: yes they did holy moly and as a person who's new to the comic book world i like to do my research um and especially because i'm so excited about the comic book world and so when they did like I watched the video where they did all of the big announcements and I like went back and looked into the comics, like what they look like, a little bit of the history of it. And it made me even more excited. So hopefully we can set those up where we read them right when they come out. So that is the plan. What did you think of the new phase?
0: I'm I'm excited for most everything on there. Um, even the stuff that I don't know about, I don't even know what it is. I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, I'm I'm down. But uh, the two things that really jumped out the most at me uh, was Thor, Love and Thunder, yes! because I think they're finally gonna turn Natalie Portman's character into Thor, which yeah. happens in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I tagged you in that uh, I 9 post on Facebook about yeah. like a primer to female Thor. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, you know, check check. Th- I don't actually. I need to read it because I don't, haven't read any of that stuff. I just thought it was a cool concept because at the end of the day, anyone can be Thor. You just have to be worthy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Well,
0: in, all right. So in the comics, it's a little different uh, than the Thor that you see in the movie, how like Crimps, Chris Hemsworth is is like always Thor Mm -hmm. in at least how Thor sort of started in Marvel it was a a power that kind of like was bestowed upon him um, sort of yeah and it's like anyone who's worthy can pick up the hammer and you saw and that in, Thor, right? in, the, well, in, in in the movie you have the hammer, but in the comics sometimes they do a thing where if you can pick it up then you become like a, some kind of version of Thor. Oh. And there's been other – like there's been an alien called – his name was Beta Ray Bill – and, and his, he was Thor? And he was Thor. He already has Thor's powers yeah. It reminds and me of she
1: you know, with the sword. Yeah
0: and, and, yeah, and He-Man, too. It's the same concept. Anyone, as long as you're worthy, then you, you pick it up and you do it and you become that. Uh, Shazam, same way yes, in DC. Yes, okay, yeah, good point. Um. So, but... The the, the the MCU version of Thor is a bit more like it's just Chris Hemsworth like mm-hmm. all the time you know nothing
1: wrong with that
0: <laughs> trust me nothing <laughs> wrong with that I'm not gonna lie uh, Chris Hemsworth is A-OK in yeah. my book <laughs> and he's funny as hell too he was the best part of uh, that Ghostbusters reboot
1: oh my gosh right? he was so good <laughs> he was so good as, as Kevin like I secretary? loved Kevin like, <laughs> yeah. let's put Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Hemsworth as a secretary
0: I loved Kevin I loved his character it was awesome God. um But, so, anyways, it's cool to see that they're actually going to do the Jane Foster, which is Natalie Portman's character, the Jane Foster Mm -hmm. Thor story.
1: Yeah. And I guess people were like, what do we call her? Like, woman Thor, girl, Thor girl, lady Thor, but she's just Thor. She's just Thor. It's because Thor is such a masculine word in my brain, because, like, I've just seen it from the movie realm, and Thor is like uh you know thor like the big man with the lightning rod but it's like thor as a girl it's like mm like this is a good, i think honestly this is the perfect time for this to come out cuz of all the movements happening now and how everybody's so much more open-minded than they were even just 10 years ago so
0: (laughs) even they were just like three years ago i (laughs) five minutes ago
1: (laughs) like (laughs) seriously
0: i'm totally on board i think it's awesome i want to see uh jane foster as thor yeah i want to i wanted to see um uh the sister in Black Panther become the new Iron Man, the oh, one that's all like sort God. of tech, yes. you know, tech heavy, the one with loved the gloves. Her. Yeah, me too. I wanted her to become like actually the next Iron Man. Uh, I loved in the Avengers Endgame where all the the female characters like did their big standoff mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, this was so cool. That was very cool. I even liked. Uh, um, What's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow's character in Iron Man Three. She yeah. uh, she gets her own armor. Pepper her, Piper. Yeah, Wait, uh, Pepper Potts. Pepper yeah. Potts. And her in the comics she has her own armor and her name's Rescue. Oh. So yeah. So that's why <laughs> what does she do? She rescues us. She res- yeah. Not uh, not the best name. They run out of names. <laughs> yeah. All and the- it's and it's not even like like anachronym or something. Yeah. It's just her is Rescue. I was like,
1: oh, oh, it should be an acronym. Yeah. You,
0: like something, right? Yeah. Um, and then so aside from Thor. Love and Thunder, Mm. I was, I'm also very excited for the What If animated series.
1: Yes! I was looking into that today. I was like, that is such a silly name. Like, me. I'm like, that's such a silly name. Like, why would you say what if dot 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 question mark? What's that? And then... Sort of reading into it, and it's like, what if... I don't know, I'm making stuff up. Like, what if Thor had an actual hammer as a weapon? Or whatever, <laughs> just just this what if moments. You know more than me, I'm sure. Well, I,
0: I th- <laughs> Honestly, I think at one point they might have even done what if Jane Foster was Thor, and that oh. was like a what if. But um, as a kid one of my favorite ones that I used to read all the time was uh, What If X-Men Lost Inferno and back Mm -hmm. in like the late 80s there was a one of their mega crossovers where you know it it crosses over to like every single book on the shelf that month so sometimes when you see a big crossover in comic books like say for example you know Civil War right you've heard that term yes Um, so this was like a few years back Marvel did uh, one of their big summer events and it was Civil War Mm -hmm. Uh, but You what happens with these crossover events? You'll have like the main book, like the actual Civil War book. It'll be called Civil War, okay. And then whatever comics they deem they want to tie in with it for like that month, like say like Spider Man. They want to say what they want to tie in: Spider Man, Punisher, Captain America, or Mm -hmm. whatever. They'll put something across the top of the comic saying like Civil War tie in, so you know exactly
1: who's gonna fight who, or
0: or like it's a part of this whole big arc thing, this whole big event. Yeah. Um and you and if you want to like say you want to collect every aspect of Civil War you get you know the main issues and then you get all the the side issues okay. and, and it's it's think about this it's a way for the editors to kind of draw traffic to maybe um, books that are having lower sales. So say... So you got to
1: read those to be in on the Civil War book.
0: Right, and so it kind of boosts the sales and hopefully gets you interested in that particular character. Okay. So let's say, for example, part of Civil War is, uh, you know, shoot, I mean, good gosh. uh, Character named Speedball. Okay. um, And he's lame and no one cares, right? Right. But like he has own book and they want to push traffic to it because no mm-hmm. one's reading it they make that a part of the you know um, the whole overarching Civil War thing Okay. so back in the late 80s there was one awesome one called Inferno where the, <laughs> the clone of mm-hmm. Jean Grey Uh, So Jean Grey died. They bring her back to life as a clone. Then the clone goes bad. Jean Grey comes back. Mm -hmm. Um, This is comic books. They're insane. (laughs) Um, And her name was Madeline Pryor. And she... I forgot what the lead-up was, but bada bing bada boom mm-hmm. she makes a deal with the devil yada yada and hell on earth essentially new york opens up perfect demons are flying around all this kind of stuff so that was one of those comics where it went into spider-man because mm-hmm. obviously if it's in new york oh. they kind of like oh yeah you know, we got our
1: spider-man Neighborhood exactly. Spider-Man. you yeah. gotta have
0: spider-man if you're yeah. if you're in new york and um so of course x-men win right yeah. everything goes back to normal afterwards normal comic book procedure Mm -hmm. but my favorite what if was what if x-men lost inferno and all these what ifs are always just one issue so they jam pack them full of funness Mm -hmm. and it's like it takes this like you know one point in time in that story and then like says like you know what if you know this character instead of doing the spell to stop the gate right like a a possessed wolverine came up behind them and gutted them before they could do the spell and then boom and then and, honestly, and then what happens after that? Yeah. Everyone dies. It everyone comes. died in it. Like Spider Man dies. Whoa. Um like Hulk dies. Everyone dies. It's insane. Spoiler
1: alert. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If they
0: <laughs> I'm just so I'm just hoping that the what if animated uh show actually is okay with having showing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah, not I everyone not every issue was violent. Right. But Since a lot of them, you know, obviously superhero stories are all about life and death struggle. And a lot of times these what ifs are like, what if this battle, you know, this classic fight went the other way? Mm -hmm. And usually that means the bad guy wins and then someone usually dies. So Mm -hmm. they never had a problem killing people because it doesn't matter. Right. Every issue is standalone. Every issue is a one shot.
1: A one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tying I it know back to it, last
0: week's episode. I
1: know what that means. And when he says last week, he means the week before that because we switched <laughs> our episodes
0: around. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but but yeah. so, yeah, uh, um, I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, that's going to be on Disney Plus, which I think is perfect.
1: We got to get that. Oh, I'm. Another thing we yeah. got to get. Everyone's, but, you know.
0: everyone's got their own streaming services now, but. Yeah. I had to As get the future. Had, yeah. I had, we need to get Disney Plus because of the the Mandalorian, anyways, the Star Wars show.
1: Star Wars show?
0: Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about this one? No. Look up uh, the Mandalorian, and uh, basically, it's about a bounty hunter, and it takes place, I think, after Return of the Jedi, but before oh Force Awakens. And wow! Just yeah. so you guys
1: know, there's a giant Boba Fett. A helmet right behind Corey, and an entire glass case of all Boba Fett and Star Wars. So, yeah. Star Wars is life in this Stevenson
0: household. <laughs> Star Wars is life, and Boba Fett is king. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Did uh, anything anything particular jump out at you? Well,
1: obviously, I love Black Widow. I love a good uh, tough chick. But the thing, the other thing that actually, uh, and I mean, I've never heard of this woman before, was the Eternals with. Angelina Jolie. Um, gosh, that's the one that just pops out. I can't think of it. That uh, little little girl who's going to play Sprite. Oh Gosh, it was just it was I was like, what is the Eternals? And then I went on YouTube because you can find everything on YouTube and somebody did like a um, review of it. And it's pretty interesting how it's like. Uh, like when gods or aliens, I guess one and the same, uh, ruled the earth and protected humans from the demonites or something like that. And uh, it's like like six of them, I think. And they each have special powers, and they help the humans out. I'm, I've never read it before, and I literally yeah. just read it a few hours ago. But And this is
0: what the, the Terrigen the, mist, I think, uh, makes you into. Oh, no, that's an inhuman. My bad. My mm-hmm. bad. You know what? To be completely 100% honest with you, I don't know what the hell the Eternals are either. Well, I've, we're going to
1: have to do it, my friend, because yeah. I was like, whoa, this looks cool. Okay, that's all. That's all I got from it. Whoa, this looks cool.
0: And is that the first one that they're pushing out? Or... I think
1: so. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think so. And that's I think that's 2021. So we cool. got to do this podcast for a while.
0: Yeah. Well, we plan on it. <laughs> we got so. a lot
1: to do, <laughs> actually.
0: And that's actually going to be a movie, right? They're not. Yes. That's not a Disney Plus thingy.
1: Correct. I okay. can't imagine Angelina Jolie doing a TV show.
0: Who knows? I mean, this yeah, day and age, freaking TV shows are, are are hot. You know. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I see her doing more movie stuff. So yeah. Cool, if they're bringing her into the MCU, I'm happy for that. That's She's always cool. awesome.
1: I know, right? She's. I love her. Yeah. And then Maleficent's coming out. <laughs> and but. then
0: there's so much. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, yeah I, I like. I love Maleficent. She's one of my mm-hmm. favorite Disney villains. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't love the live-action movie as much as I love uh, Snow White. Spence. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Sleeping
1: Beauty. Hello. Sleeping Beauty. Hello.
0: It's honestly, it's because I love her colors. I love yeah. purple and green. It's like my favorite combination. Yeah. Uh, green Goblin has that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always bad guys are always or gals are purple and green. But I always yeah. like that look. I always thought it was a cool look.
1: Yeah. Blue skin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I liked her horns. I, yeah. think, I love Maleficent. Angular I think Fate. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's a cool villain. Like oh, yeah. I, if, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't. Wouldn't have cared about Sleeping Beauty, sure. but I watch it because I'm like, well, the artwork's awesome in that movie, yeah. And uh, and actually, like when we go to Disneyland, I very much enjoy doing the castle tour where you yes, see nobody,
1: the, There's no line. Nobody's ever in it's there. It's AC. AC. Is- best kept one of the best kept secrets of Disneyland and other than single writer
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I love the art like seeing all the yes the, the, the like the the col- not they're not collages but they're like dioramas mm-hmm. I love that stuff it I think brings it to life yeah yes. it's so cool so cool
1: oh man well speaking of uh badass chicks mm. how about Lady Mechanica
0: you want to dive in
1: yeah would, all right what you think pal I think so all right So uh, I guess we'll just do what we did for Batwoman. We're going to read the back of the book here and can
0: question since we're sitting in pitch black darkness here can you see okay i turn on the light on just, my yeah, phone we're, in- <laughs> I, I, it, we're recording in my apartment in la and i think today it was about 100, 100 degrees. degrees it's uh thankfully it's about 7 30 right now mm-hmm. but unfortunately i had to turn the ac off so we
1: can't hear yeah. it on the microphones <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so the sun's going down and, no and we're
0: slowly <laughs> melting the two of us and we've only been recording for like 25 minutes For
1: the love of comics Gonna be an hour, right, Corey?
0: Yeah, yeah, God willing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're gonna start with Lady Mechanica here, and as I said, I picked it up from Free Comic Book Day. So whoever decided there should be a free comic, um, free comic book day, go you. All right, so here we go. Back of the book, the tabloids dubbed her Lady Mechanica, the sole survivor of a mad scientist's horrific experiments, which left her with mechanical limbs, having no memory of her capacity. I'm sorry, wait. Having no memory of her captivity or her former life, Lady Mechanica eventually built a new life for herself as an adventurer and private investigator, using her unique abilities to solve cases the proper authorities couldn't or wouldn't handle. But she never stopped searching for the answers for her own past. Set in a fictionalized, steampunk Victorian England, oh, it's so cool, A time when magic and superstition clashed with new scientific discoveries and inventions, Lady Mechanica chronicles a young woman's obsessive search for her identity as she investigates other mysteries involving science and the supernatural. Lady Mechanica is created, written, and drawn by Joe Bennettes, I believe. Colors by Peter Steigerwald. Letters by Josh Reed. And yeah, can I just say Laney Mechanica herself is gorgeous <laughs> and you look at her and you know right away like this girl's about to do something awesome.
0: Yeah, and I mean since since comic books are such a visual medium, let's just right at the top talk about the art and how amazing it is. Holy
1: cow. Like the reveal of what was it? Oh Mechanica City is just stunning. It's like so And then they went to dot 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 and you turn the page and it's like you can feel it's like a gust of wind comes out of the page because it's just so visually stunning. You're like, I want to go
0: there. Yeah, he, he Bennett's uh, does, Benitez, such a, Benitez, yeah. Um, does such a great job putting in so much detail oh, into man. every shot, every panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely one of those books you want to just look at every single panel and see what's going on inside. Oh and gosh, yeah. I like her design. I think she's cool looking with her like robotic arms and her black and red eyes. Yes, I dig that. And all the different costumes he kind of puts her in. It's yes. neat that she doesn't have like one sort of costume he gives yeah. her different outfits throughout the entire course of the you know and it's cool because the outfits are you know some are more like slender like more like like Slick fitted. fitted to to so she can sneak Move, around and yeah. stuff, and then some are more you know ornamental, ornate, so mm-hmm. that she can do. Yeah, you know, it's it's neat. He actually puts thought into all that.
1: Yeah, he did. And uh, hello, cosplay. Yeah, to, like pick your favorite one. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Every you'd have the day to get contacts. <laughs> like, you'd have
0: to get contacts for that though.
1: Oh my gosh! I I bet you they do have them. That'd I'm be sure. cool if they had a Lady Mechanica like cosplay competition. Oh, I'm sure they do somewhere. <laughs> he, the Benitez is probably like they already do a bunch of them. But anyway, so overall, um, the first time around when I read this, I think I was reading it in a hurry, and I felt that at times it was a little bit more wordy than I wanted it to be. But I have to say, the second time when I'm was when I read it to like review it, I was like, wow, this is kind of like if you take your time and you're slow with it. It's kind of like a Downton Abbey, The Crown kind of a story. It unvi- uh, reveals itself very slowly, and if you just appreciate the words for what it is, it I think it is pretty meaningful and impactful.
0: Yeah, I I, I read it twice, and. I, I still think he could have cut back on some of the dialogue. There was specifically a scene about midway through the whole series where uh, she she runs a foul with the circus, the Romani circus, yes. uh, Cirque de Romani, mm-hmm. Cirque,
1: Cirque de Romani. Yeah, yeah. there
0: you go. Oh, mm. Guys, I'm going to butcher all these things.
1: <laughs> I'm um, trying to catch them.
0: <laughs> and so she was, like, fighting a character named Gitano. Yeah. And... They had about three pages of literally the same conversation mm-hmm. of of like, you know, no, you did this. No, you did this. No, I'm okay. sorry I did this. Well, you still did it, but I'm sorry. And then like they're fighting the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I guess my takeaway was why did you need to fill up every like panel with with dialogue? dialogue.
1: I see what Some of,
0: you know, sometimes you can just have a fight, mm-hmm. be a fight and not have to like talk or anything. Mm-hmm. Um as a whole, I very much enjoyed the comic. Yes, I actually enjoyed it like the, the second time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I still would prefer if, if like, I don't know, at least a third of the exposition was was trimmed because one, it cuts in on the on the artwork, on the amazing artwork, mm-hmm. and two, it's a visual medium. If you can't you should be able to tell a comic book story with no dialogue gotcha. as an artist. You should be able to do that to the point, even where ooh, it was m- mid two thousands. Um, Marvel had this one month of silence and every comic that month had to be told, uh, with no dialogue whatsoever. What and and it was it was like the editor in chief. I think it was Joe Casada at the time. It was more of like a like a fun sort of like challenge. Mm-hmm. And be like you know you guys should be and, and you know obviously a writer still need needs to do the story. Right. But the point is a good comic book should be able to tell a story that you can follow without dialogue. And I see what you're saying. I think he could have certainly cut back on some of his.
1: Right, but um, and I agree with you, but I also would argue that because this is such an independent comic book, it doesn't follow like what Marvel and DC does where it's very simplistic writings. Well, I wouldn't say simplistic. I wouldn't say simplistic. It's a little less dialogue, let's say that in some of them but I think he might be trying something new um, where it's like you have a little bit more to do- I don't know but like I don't know the first time I didn't appreciate it and the second time I did so I'm I'm a little I'm, I'm in the middle okay but I still enjoyed the story and where he's going with it. There are some points where I was like, but what about and I just have questions and maybe he'll answer them later. But um, do you want to, like, dive in chapter sure, by chapter? of course.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We can, uh, we're can. we still figuring out the format of this. But, yeah, we'll, we'll go off on whatever tangent we, we want to as we go through the story.
1: Yeah. Um, so chapter zero is what I read on free comic book day, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, they start in the Demons of Satan's Alley in 1878, and I really like the internal dialogue that she has with herself. It's very poetic. And I... And you and I talked about this last week, like if you ever wanted to make a movie out of this, essentially the script is already written like um there's because there is so much dialogue yeah,
0: yeah that's 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 true <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> um but she so we meet lady mechanica and she's kind of like just prowling the streets kind of a thing looking for danger, I assume, and she runs in or she's trying to find uh wanting to call it an alien but it's a half animal half mechanical
0: thing yeah it's like some kind of they they call it a demon and yeah. uh, and which is interesting because no other character in this book is like a humanoid everyone is a human so I don't know if he's if, if he's right. like showing that there is more mythical creatures maybe in this world but maybe. other than this demon thing with the mechanical arms and limbs at the beginning mm-hmm. we don't see any other quote-unquote creature-esque things that's that aren't true. mechanical
1: right that aren't mechanical right right because he is kind of making it's like it's like uh mythological creatures like human made m- mythical, m- m- maybe Man-made. yeah and
0: we don't know where this creature came from because unfortunately it got its brains blown out before it yeah. could even uh that's so sad i His know was ucky and yeah. she
1: was like trying to make him go to sleep or something because she because everybody's looking for him and Um, she finds him and then she talks to him and he just wants to be friends, kind of. He just wants to live. Yeah, he just wants to be, he's like, I don't know why you're chasing me. And he has like this like speech impediment and I'm like, oh, he's so cute. And then he gets shot at by the bad guy. Yeah. Nathaniel Blackpool.
0: Blackpool who and his mercenaries.
1: Yes. Like a doctor, Dr. Littleton, who she becomes friends with later on. Yeah and she's like um excuse me why did you do that he's just trying to figure out where he, where he belongs blah 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 and um and they didn't have any sympathy for for that at all
0: no well but she does get her revenge because black, Blackboard, whoops, black blackpool whoops uh, blackpool black yeah. pool there you go <laughs> uh blackpool gets his like kneecap blown off yes! by her and then she kicks his jaw off yeah <laughs> I was like, bro, oh, that's brutal.
1: And this is Lady Mechanica. She uh, kicks people's jaws off. <laughs>
0: like. I was, I'm, at that point, I was on board. I was like, oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. Yeah. And I, I do. And also, though, I, I think that, like, I wish there was a little bit more violence in it because this there's not as much violence as sort of this first issue mm-hmm. or this issue zero sort of Makes you think that there will be. Right. Um, But when the violence does happen, it's pretty fast and furious. Yes.
1: She just, she knocks him out in, like, no time. No. They have no, uh, they have, uh, what's it called?
0: No defense against her. (laughs) They don't even know what's coming. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: wonder, yeah, she's just, she's, oh, and by the way, she's half machine, half human. And she doesn't exactly know where she belongs to or where she came from because as we find out as the story goes on, she's trying to figure out. Where her origins are as well,
0: yeah, which is a very typical sort of comic book, even video game scenario, where the character that the player is playing as, or mm-hmm. that you're sort of supposed to connect to, uh, has amnesia. So that way, you oh, can yeah. the the reader or the player can discover things with the character themselves. Yes. So it's it it's really cliche, but at the same time, it always works pretty you know to some degree mm-hmm. to keep. To keep the intrigue going. Yeah. And so the idea here is that she woke up, you know, one day, I think, like, in, in a in a lab, and she's, you know, she's part robot now, and she doesn't know where she was before. Right. And then when she escaped, they actually, you know, they being the, the populace of the town of Mechanica City, mm-hmm. uh, put her in a, uh, like, an asylum or something, or, like, a hospital. Yeah. You know?
1: And we slowly find out where this place is through another half-woman, half-mechanical girl. Yeah. Who we meet pretty much at the top of chapter one yeah um which it's one year later 1879 and there's a mis- mechanical girl running through the woods at first i thought it was lady mechanica because they have the same eyes and the same hair there wasn't it wasn't drastically different so it took me a couple of pages to figure out that it was actually a different girl same, y- oh, same. i had the
0: same problem i, I was confused a little confused by my first read of the story Mm -hmm. uh, because I thought that that was I'm an idiot I I think I missed the one year later I think I thought it said one year earlier you know I kind of just like sort of breezed past it and then the character that we're tracking here looks pretty much like Lady Mechanica so Mm -hmm. I was like oh okay this is flashing now back to Lady Mechanica and then I was like wait a minute and I had to kind of go back and and reread it I don't know like I think maybe she could have had a different hair color or something but maybe he wanted to draw a parallel you know, to Lady Mechanica escaping yeah. as well. Right. Um, so but we don't know this girl's name, although we find out later it's, it's Serafina. Serafina, which yeah. is like the
1: prettiest name. Yeah. Um, but then, um, so then we go to Mechanica City. And like we said before, it was like visually stunning. It's a very short time in the woods with the girl, and we realize that she's running away. Oh, she's
0: being, she's being chased by the uh, character, uh, Colonel White? Yeah. Or C- Captain White.
1: Captain White. I, You know what? Captain, it's Commander. Oh, Commander. Is it Commander? Okay, yeah. I think it's Commander.
0: Yeah, sorry. It's Commander White. This uh, this about? lady with the cool eye patch.
1: Yes. Yeah. And she's like this, has this long red hair, and she's voluptuous, and she's like also freaking gonna kick butt as well i saw her and i was like oh whoa hello like seriously this art throughout is just a hunt uh-huh. like it's 10 out of 10
0: yeah her her outfits are awesome as well she's very well designed mm-hmm. all the characters in this are cool even her like guards yeah you know, are really neat looking mm-hmm. I, I like all the design every design in this book is awesome
1: it is on point yeah i agree
0: and i'm not like a big steampunk person mm-hmm. i I I totally, totally, totally get the appeal of the steampunk style in the world, and I've seen a bunch of steampunk style cosplay, but it's just not really my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. This, I thought, was awesome. I was, yeah, I was totally engaged by this steampunk world. Yeah,
1: and she was, her, I mean, she's like a steampunk bad guy, which is like ultra, I don't know, just... I just I think that like steampunk is so industrial and it has metals and dark browns and all these but he chose to give her like a white outfit to make her just like drastically like nobody else has on white except no. for this commander yeah. which I think makes her stand out and I was like what's her story immediately yeah. Um but then we go pretty quickly into Mechanica City which was it says it's the most advanced city in the entire British Commonwealth and then something that got me like story-wise it said um it's actually the most advanced in the world 20 years ago this wasn't even here it was just cotton fields and i was like wait 20 years ago Mm. does it take 20 years to build this like most intricate city like did they come in like like a circus you know and (laughs) And just just pop up yeah set up shop so that that part i was like 20 years okay like i
0: I guess the idea is that uh, the the growth was so fast.
1: Oh, maybe that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah like
0: yeah. like I think 20 years is a fast, like short amount of time to have that big of a city. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably done by design uh, for, on the writer's standpoint um, and to show like how just quickly technology exploded yeah. in this world and why everything is around this whole steam theory, you know, design, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah,
1: well, that's a good point. Yeah, I'll hurry on that. Um, but then we meet Blackpool. We see him uh, talking to the commander, and we see his jaw is metal, which, as Corey so awesomely pointed out, Lady Mechanica knocked that jaw off his face. <laughs>
0: right off his head.
1: <laughs> right off his head. Don't mind if I do. You don't need this, do you? Okay. He looks
0: He looks really cool, though, with yeah. that metal jaw. And, and the detail that uh, uh, the artist puts in, just every inch, there's no... There's no metal space that doesn't have some ornate carving in it. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know how he keeps track of all that. You know, when the character's moving around and everything, but Mm -hmm. it's so detailed. It's very, very beautifully done.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna have a metal jaw, like that's the jaw to have.
0: That's the one I would want. (laughs) It's very pointy too.
1: (laughs) Never have to shave it. It Look, I thought it was a like an intricate beard at first, but it's metal. I was like, ooh. But it's funny how they're like, oh my jaw fell off. I'll just make a metal one. It's Eh, fine. it's It's all right. I'll make a. One. And so if you lose a limb we're going to mechanica city <laughs> so then we go into the city of tomorrow where lady mechanica goes to dr littleton's house and dr little littleton i believe um, he was at the scene where ucky was shot in the very beginning in chapter zero and I guess they did some tests on Ucky, and I, I I think that in that time, within the span of like a year, Lady Mechanica and Dr. Littleton, they, um, they created a friendship, I assume. And so Lady Mechanica goes to Dr. Littleton's house to ask him about the girl that he found.
0: Oh, she found... Um... Yeah, the, yeah, he found the girl. He was the one that found her in yes, the right. city when she actually, on top of the train when she landed, Serafina, mm-hmm. landed on the train, but she lost so much blood. So when it pulled into the main terminal, you know, everyone's there, and then she just collapses, and a cop, you know, sees her, and then uh, Littleton's there with his daughter, and he sees her yeah, there as well. That's right.
1: they're like, is there a doctor yeah. in the house? That's yeah, he's, right. It's
0: him. That. So, yeah. And then they take, but he pronounces her dead on the scene, so they take her. She you know to the more because you assume that's it that mm-hmm. it's over but lady mechanica is like well it, it's not over her so she wants to know what yeah. you know what happened what is this all about right because she's
1: like she's made like lady mechanica half right. human half mechanical
0: right and then that's that's in this world even though there are like jaws and limbs like smaller things mm-hmm. can sort of be i guess mechanical uh She – Lady Mechanica, I I got the feeling she's special because, like, her arms are more –
1: They're made of guns, right? Don't they – does she have guns for hands or something? Uh, Maybe not. No, no. no. They just, like – I
0: think they're just, like – they're just more – they just have better abilities to them. I I think they're just more advanced. Like, her her arms are more advanced. Um, Yeah, yeah, but it's just, like – mechanical fingers and stuff now there's no mm-hmm. hidden like gadgetry in it although that would have been cool um uh, maybe she'll get an upgrade to actually like <laughs> have like a gun gadget. hand or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have been neat <laughs> yeah no you're right you're right that's funny
1: <laughs> just imagine like inspector gadget, i know like, right like flying with like, the, the helicopter, helicopter <laughs> go go
0: gadget uh mechanica <laughs> helmet yep
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun
0: but then I think uh, the takeaway that well, you meet her his daughter too. Yes, what who's,
1: was that about? She's
0: funny. She just doesn't. She loves. She loves. So in this world too, Lady Mechanica is kind of like Batman, I guess, sort of. Where yeah, she's you know, very she, famous. She's the protector of the city. Yeah, but no one knows. I don't think what they. She looks like like up close. I think they just heard about her or her you know her exploits. Mm-hmm. And the daughter, uh, she's like let's say she's like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. She's like a big Lady Mechanica fan, and she doesn't believe that. Lady Mechanica is Lady Mechanica in her and, house, right yeah, there. Exactly, and yeah. just gives her crap the entire you know whole the whole story the whole basically. Story. Yeah, I was
1: like, is there something later that's going to tie into this, where we're like, oh crap, that's not Lady Mechanica. She was right, yeah. you know. But there wasn't. I think it was just like a like a running gag. That, yeah, yes. So I think no.
0: that was more of a running gag than a than a C storyline or anything. Yeah. Um, and then she finds out that where, I guess where the body went, right?
1: Yes. It went to the ministry of health, which brings us right into chapter two. I guess we don't have to go chapter by chapter because it's just a flow of the story. Well,
0: yeah, I guess that would, that's issue two. Chapter two would be issue two Mm -hmm. when it, when it came out individually, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, well, yeah, whatever works. We can, we can designate when it, when it switches over.
1: Yeah. Uh, so she goes in the Ministry of Health, and she wants to try to find this girl who's Serafina. Um, and I guess she she finds her, but there's a force that stops her. The commander, she sees the commander finds her. Is that it? Is that oh, she the
0: she finds her, and then but then Kane comes in. Yes. The guy with the top hat.
1: Mysterious guy with the top hat. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then he kind of, like, knocks out Lady Mechanica and then takes... The girl, mm-hmm. uh, S- Serafina. I, again, we don't even know that her name is Serafina at that point. No. Um, and then, but the only lead now Mechanica has when she wakes up is the earring mm-hmm. that says
1: Cirque uh, S- du... Romani. There you go. Yeah. Please,
0: yes, please. Anytime <laughs> that the word has to be said... I got you. You say it because I you. can't. Yeah. Uh, but then she also runs afoul uh, trying to leave the Ministry of Health. She runs afoul of Commander White. Yes. And her goons.
1: Mm-hmm. And she says she calls her the renowned lady mechanica, England's elegant and virtuous heroine, giving a touch of british class to the otherwise uncivilized masses. <laughs> I was like, that's her. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then lady mechanica immediately pretty much dispatches her entire guards. Yes.
1: Be- and, yeah, go ahead.
0: And shoots the fingers off of yeah. Commander White. <laughs> When she was like actually like going for her gun, she's just like pop pop like shoots her fingers right off. I was like, that yeah. is harsh.
1: She is she's savage.
0: And then and then even worse when uh, Commander White's running away, she shoots her through her like her left Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh
1: god, <laughs> no! That's
0: like one of my biggest fears to have yeah. my Achilles tendon broke, I like to have it snap, you know? Yeah. But she like shoots her right through. So I mean, those are just like like not superficial wounds. Those are all like de- debilitating wounds yeah. right there.
1: Unless you're in the Unless you're in Mechanica City, where if
0: you, <laughs> you need some yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, she asks her about her parents or something, and that's when what really debil- debilitates the commander. Because I guess the commander helped Lady Mechanica get out of torturous situations at one point
0: there's an implied like backstory Mm -hmm. of of they were together in the ministry of health Mm -hmm. and then i think lady mechanica viewed commander white as like a sister but then commander white did something to you know kind of betray her type of thing and then uh i think now lady mechanica considers them even uh because even though she lets her live you know but she shot her fingers off and everything so she (laughs) considers them now pretty much even because Mm -hmm. Commander White, I guess, uh, effed, effed her over. Yeah, and royally. she spared her life. Yeah, is
1: what uh, Lady Mechanic is like. I spared your life today, so now we're even. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then. Oh, and then we meet. Uh, she, Lady Mechanica goes back home. We meet Mister Lewis, right? The uh, the tinkerer with the accents.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fun to read his accent. Is uh, I don't know, if it's like Cockney or something yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's just sitting on the couch, just, you know, mouthing off to her, just giving her crap for coming home late or whatever. And uh, But you can see their bond then, and I guess they do live together, and he helps her out. I wonder if he, like... Like, fixes her up and, you know what I mean? Like, tightens oh, her tinkers. balls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> messes with her elbows. Like, yeah. makes sure they're all oiled up and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
1: why she keeps them around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I her sidekick,
1: kind of. <laughs> yeah,
0: but she doesn't, like, she doesn't quite like them. So it's, like, it's very antagonistic sort of relationship.
1: Yeah, it's like an annoying little brother. Yeah. But she always needs him because he comes in right at the nick of time. And exactly. <laughs>
0: but then you also know that you find out that he sort of has, like, I think his wife and his daughter died or something. Yeah. Because he's always drinking, so there's a there's like a reason for him too, which I like. They don't get into it too much here, but he's kind of like a drunk, but there's a reason for that, a, a tragic reason, mm-hmm. sadly, which you know makes his drunkenness you know more you, you can stand it. You know, you're like yeah. okay, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah, makes it more understandable.
1: Um, and then at one point they like they're they're walking around outside somewhere, and I noted this because I thought it was so stunning. But they look up in the sky and they see all these airships that are. In, it was like a traffic jam in the sky of airships. I so think of a Google a steampunk airship. I guess, and and it's just basically like a floating metal boat in the sky. I guess yeah. you could say, with wings, and it was so, it was v- just beautiful. It's like, well, I guess that's what it would look like <laughs> if we all flew around.
0: Yeah, the artwork is just stunning in this in this comic. Every every page is just worth just pouring over the art.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm with you. I, I love it. I love the art here.
1: Well, yeah. So um, then we end up at Cirque de Romani.
0: Thank you for not making me say that. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. Because <laughs> she's trying to find, because um, she knows that's her clue. She knows it's the ultimate clue. Uh,
0: yeah, is, is the earring that's from that. Uh, I think it's just like, I think she was like, oh, it's a Romani earring. So I think she knew where to go there.
1: Yes. And the Romanis, we find out, are basically, um, they're like gypsies, but people categorize them as like very scummy, um, very poor, very annoying, which they're trying to push back on that stereotype when we find out when we meet them. So first we meet two small clowns and a monkey (laughs) yeah
0: napoleon the monkey (laughs) yes napoleon the
1: monkey and they're like speaking french the whole time and which is very cool i wonder if the uh the author is french at all because it's very a lot of french vibes to this which i love which i guess i mean does steampunk is it supposed to like originate in france See, I don't even know the history of like where steampunk came about. I'm like, is it real? It's like, I guess it's not real. It's like industrial meets British Victorian England. Yeah. I'm not I, sure.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any like set place that steampunk can be. Mm-hmm. I think that as long as something is steam powered and then not now (laughs) you know what I mean like you could probably do like a steampunk 1980s you know what I mean and and how that would look but uh, yeah I think it's I think anything that's just not today and Mm -hmm. previous to today and steam powered versus we we live in an electrical powered world Mm -hmm. so everything in that world always has to be steam powered
1: right and throughout this whole entire thing even though it's set in like the 1800s Uh, The technology is so advanced, like, we do not have anything. No. Like, obviously, we don't have flying airships in the sky that we all have. Um, So it's very, it's interesting. It's, like, it's futuristic, but it's not. It's like if the future was if the past was way more advanced. Yeah. (laughs) No, and I think
0: that's another thing that's with steampunk is you know yeah it's even though it takes place in you know 1901 or whatever 1876, Mm -hmm. it still has technology that's on par with like today. Right. You know, or or even better, like because she at some point has like a flying jetpack type of thing. So you know, it's like well, I don't have that. And he, uh, he, (laughs) Lewis, has a flying car. I don't have that. (laughs) I don't have a chitty chitty bang bang flying car flying around.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is very chitty bang bang yeah That's funny. yeah
0: but but back to the uh romani mm-hmm. um, yeah the the even though they are gypsies they handle themselves like with honor yes they speak eloquently mm-hmm. um yeah they're it, it's trying to buck you know the stereotype of of the gypsy mm-hmm. and even they you know are, are aware of at that time, what the stereotype is. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Um, I, I liked, actually, I liked all those characters. Yeah. But when she gets into the, the fight with Gitano. Oh,
1: yeah, Gitano. Yeah. Like big, it looks like Aladdin, but like a lot of muscles. Yeah,
0: yeah. And in all <laughs> kinds of blades. He's like a blade guy, which yeah. is cool. I like that. I like it anytime you're a gimmick. But this is the fight where, you know, she was like. I didn't mean to, like, draw a gun on you guys, like, mm. you know, and he's like, but you did, and then, but I'm sorry, and then, like, it's, like, three pages of them fighting. Oh, this is what you were talking about before. Yeah, I see, I see, I see. And, 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 but they're still, like, she's like, I apologize, and he's like, no, I, I apologize, you know, like, they're both apologizing, <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, they're throwing knives. And okay, they're sorry. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, but I was like, okay, this conversation didn't need to happen. I think that was a little bit much dialogue, too much dialogue Got personally you. at this part, but... I guess he was trying to illustrate, you know, what was going on with Romani and everything. And, and uh, mm-hmm. especially since that character, um, uh, Gitano is going to be a big character sort of later. Mm-hmm. Who so. we learn
1: to love, actually. It, yeah,
0: exactly. So I think, yeah. Yeah, I think he was really trying to push the point home that even though they're fighting, it's for, they're fighting for the wrong reason. That mm-hmm. It's a mistake, which, again, is another very, very comic book trope. Okay, So many times you'll see see, like, okay, in in this comic book, you're going to have the Hulk and Thor team up, right? But inevitably, before they team up, they have to fight because there's some sort of miscommunication. And at the end of the day, everyone wants to see Thor and Hulk fight, right? Right. But even though they're both good guys, they have to come up with a reason for them to fight. So that's why Mm -hmm. they had to come up with a reason for Lady Mechanica and Dritano to fight.
1: And it wasn't like all out fight. Like she didn't shoot. She didn't hit him or shoot him or anything. I mean she hit him, but she didn't like shoot him in an area or anything. It literally was just her going to the circus and asking about a girl and they had no idea who she was talking about. What do you mean, half woman, half mechanical? And then all of a sudden it became like a territory fight and it was like whoa. Like yeah. everybody calm down. And then when the dust settled, they finally figured out that what who she's asking for was one of their acrobat girls and jatana was like that's my daughter seraphina but and- she's
0: not mechanical right so so it can't be her
1: mm-hmm. like
0: you know he that's what he's thinking mm-hmm. but we know that he's wrong
1: yes because she she looks at the picture there's like a big poster a big yeah. painting of her with her boyfriend or fiance angelino and they're in the air and she's like that's her yeah that's Her and they're like, What do you mean that can't be her?
0: And then we also find out, uh, so so you know, Lay Mechanica is like, I'm sorry to tell you, but she's dead. But then we find out from like, Madam,
1: I think it's Div- divinity, Div- Divini- uh, it's it, that's nice, it's a spin it. on it's uh, a spin on divine, yeah, yeah, divinity,
0: you know, it's a spin on it. Um, yeah, was it uh,
1: Diminite or something like that, lady? Uh, I need Madame Devinite? Devonite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Madame Devonite. Devonite. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, guys, this uh, <laughs> it was it's easier to read it, you know, than it is <laughs> to actually say it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she says, well, no, Serafina isn't dead because anytime anyone of our troop dies... Um, I will be visited by their ghost and mm-hmm. I haven't seen Serafina yet, so I know that she's still alive. So that gives Gitano hope that she's still alive. And even yes. though Lady Mechanica's like, oh, probably not, but you know, great. That's nice that you have hope. Yes. So
1: And then um I guess I guess the the girl uh, Serafina and Angelino, they tried to run away to a rival circus, but it actually was the commander yeah. who posed as a circus rival and they took her in and they kidnapped her, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad, but it definitely... They, uh, they bond after that a little bit, because they're like, well, I want to find her. And Mechanic Mechanica's like, oh, I got a few questions myself. Um, so then they head over to Mechanicon. Which I think is a really cool name. <laughs> I thought
0: that was a little lame. I'm sorry. Oh, you did? But I thought it's like, it's like, really, you have a Comic Con back, back in 1876? Yeah. You know, I get what he was saying, but okay, sure, sure. Mechanicon. Mechanicon, okay. I see. Yeah, no, that's all right. It's, it's, it's okay. It didn't detract from, from anything. We
1: knew exactly what it was.
0: Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. That, it did its job. It was
1: a convention for Mechanic.
0: You know what it reminded things. me of? You saw Avenue Avatar, right? Yes. The movie Avatar. A long time ago, it, but Yeah, yes. it reminded me of the mineral they were searching for, mm-hmm. unobtainium.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, unobtainium.
0: Yeah, it reminded, Mechanicon kind oh. me of reminded me something like that. A little too on the <laughs> nose. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: That's funny. Oh, Corey, I... I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe you didn't like this as much. I picked this one, you guys.
0: <laughs> no, I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed okay. it. But but there Please are definitely know. some things where I'm like, okay, that's very comic booky. Okay, that's like, I mean, maybe
1: just, for me, like, because I'm kind of cheesy. And I'm like, oh, admit it. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's hey,
0: that's a okay. I be cheesy. Be be yourself. That's all. That, that's all that matters.
1: Well, we end up at Mechanicon, and um, the little girl we run into, Dr. Littleton, and the little girl, and she's still like, you're not Lady Mechanica, who are you? And then um, then we see Blackpool come on stage, and this is the first time that we see him from head to toe, I believe, because right. we've just seen his jaw and like yeah. the back of his head, I believe. Um, and he's talking about some big that's coming on, da-da-da, but while he's talking, um, there's some people around Lady Mechanica, or maybe it is Dr. Littleton. Talking about how Blackpool was part of the Satan's Alley Massacre, which is actually in Chapter Zero.
0: Right. So, yeah, that was just kind of tying back. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, he he doesn't say that he got his jaw kicked off by Lady Mechanica, Mm -hmm. but, you know, she knows it and and Littleton knows it. But there's kind of like... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, which is a tie back to that issue zero. But I
1: think it's funny because the next thing that he said that he says, and I don't think it's Doctor Littleton because he was actually there. I think it was something that was they were overhearing. They were like, "Oh yeah, he saved thousands of lives." Right. Which is the the rumor that he wanted to pass around. Like I shot the bag, the bad alien monster thing. Like I saved your life. You're
0: welcome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect spin, Doctor. Right. Yeah. Because of course the the creature that he shot was the one that knocked his jaw off and everything. Yeah. But yeah. Of course. He's a spin doctor.
1: Yeah. Um, and then then he goes, Look at this. It's the Helio Ar- Arcs yeah. 3000. Or, or, no, not. Why did I say 3000? Like <laughs> Nimbus 2000. <laughs> oh my God. What's wrong with me? Um, you know what it is? It holds like 3000 people or something. It's this gigantic, beautiful airship in the sky. And it's the next page. It's a splash page. Yes. And it's just the Helio Arcs, just takes up the whole page. Intricate. Gorgeous as ever. Um, it has like, it's basically a city in the sky. It's huge. Huge. Yeah so there's a masquerade aboard the Helio Arcs and a lady mechanic is like well I obviously need to get invited to that masquerade and she finds her way up there with the help of Mr. Lewis and she basically sneaks in throws a few guys overboard
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I like that scene a lot because she she gets in there he drops her uh, via like these flying wings type of thing which is neat Um, but yeah (laughs) it has this nice little funny thing where she's like can you swim and the guard's like what and then you see (laughs) and you just see him like screaming as he's like falling you know ah. and then like another guy comes out and she's like oh darn it you know and then you see him getting ah. You know, <laughs> so you I pardon? it was a good little, uh, it was a nice little like humor moment to that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah,
1: and I also like Mr. Lewis is always like the humor person too. He like gives her crap all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> but anyway, she gets in, she steals clothes off of someone, and she dresses up and she gets in there, and then somebody comes to talk to her, and they're like, Do you want to dance or something? And it's Chitano, yeah. And he got on there, and he's like, This is my daughter, like, I'm not gonna yeah. not help you, yeah. like.
0: And he got on there because he stole like a ticket or something. Yeah. So he's like fully dressed and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, all so, masqueraded up. Yeah. And then, then they find out that um I think they find out that uh he did some reconnaissance, but the thirteenth floor actually has some guards. Mm-hmm. There's like something there that you know, they something. they don't know what it is. Right. And um they go to he 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 has to go somewhere, but then he bumps into his, his other daughter, Arlequin. Mm-hmm. So she's there as well. So both both uh, Gitano and Arlequin. And
1: Napoleon the
0: monkey. And Napoleon the Monkey, they're all there yeah. and Lady Mechanica's there too. But Lady Mechanica's the only one that couldn't steal a, a pass to because 'cause they're like, they asked Arlequin, she asked Arlequin, how did how did you get on? She's like, Oh, I stole a pass. She's like, Of course you did. Of course like, you did. And she was the only person that, that couldn't, you yeah. know, do it. It's like so. she went in the hard way. Yeah, she <laughs> went in the hard way, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: yeah. It's funny, but they do indeed get into that room.
0: Yeah, after Napoleon does like a fun little steals one of the guards' helmets, you mm-hmm. know, and runs around the corner, makes you chase him type of thing. But yeah, and they finally. It's it, I like how he does uh, little bits of humor here mm-hmm. and there, and not like you know, he and, and Lady Mechanica doesn't seem to kill willy nilly, just right. you know, anyone. Very She'll, intentional, exactly. Yeah, she has. It's more intentional with her with her violence. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have to kill somebody, you know, she doesn't. That's that's more of a hero thing right right if, if you can subdue somebody versus killing them you know do that
1: yeah i agree with that always yeah so it's the it's the batman method that's right? that's Don't right kill anyone yep that's Don't the big
0: because with batman the idea is or his philosophy is if you kill a killer mm-hmm. if you're the one person killing a killer you're not taking a killer out, you're still, there's still the same amount of killers in the world. Yeah. If you killed somebody, because like, now you're the killer, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can, you know, put the killer I behind see. bars without killing anybody, you're minusing one killer out of, you're taking one killer out of the equation, Got right? You. But if you kill them, then you're not, there's still the same amount of killers on earth.
1: Right. We do math on this show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: one minus, he, wait, wait. I know. One, I was starting, one minus, but This one is zero, but it's really one. Yeah. Maybe
1: not proper. It's comic book math.
0: There you go. different math. That's a whole
1: other episode. It's
0: moral math. (laughs) Tune in next week to
1: comic book (laughs) math. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. So um, I'm going to skip a little bit ahead here, but they find Angelo. And he is, do you remember Toy Story, the first Toy Story where they had the mechanical head? inside of like a it looked like a fishbowl yeah and with the arms the metal arms that's what this guy looked like
0: yeah basically yeah. he was just a head on top of a robotic body yes and, and fully insane like he's Gone. not yeah he's, he's not human anymore at all no. unfortunately
1: and angelo was seraphina who is gitano's daughter that was her fiance
0: exactly yeah exactly he was the other like high-flying act with her right um, and then Lady Mechanica knows that, sh- that he's gone. Like there's yeah. nothing there. You can see, she's like, I can see it in his eyes. There's no yeah. human recognition he's anymore. Not.
1: And then she shoots at his fishbowl head. His fishbowl. She's like, <laughs> shoot
0: the fishbowl head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: and then he's super gone. Cause he was like trying to kill them at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or so we think until. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gosh sometimes this one got really sad at the end um but then kane comes back who is the guy that we met in the ministry of health
0: yeah we've only seen like little pieces of mm-hmm. him, and we've like just heard mention of him he's mm-hmm. a cool design he's like a, a looks like a gentleman robot although you get the idea that he's human he's probably just and maybe his brains inside of your a robotic body but yeah. the way he talks you don't get the sense that he's a robot mm-hmm. um he, he seems to have immense psychic powers like he can yes. just like sort of float on his own mm-hmm. but he's like Like, basically... Like a robot with a suit and a trench coat and a top hat Mm -hmm. is what he looks like. Which is really
1: cool. We never actually see his face. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's covered
1: up. But he runs into... It's like cut to wherever Blackpool is. And like they have a moment where we realize that they're like best friends or brothers.
0: Or back in the day they were. Right. Back in the
1: day. And so I guess Blackpool... um, I guess they were like the fork in the road. And and Kane's kind of like the good angel on your shoulder. And Blackpool's like the devil on your shoulder. Right. And... um, um, he's uh Kane's essentially trying to reverse whatever Blackpool is doing. So he's trying to revive Serafina. He has Serafina floating with him at that moment in time. And then or was it at that moment in time? Because somehow she crawls back to well, Angelina?
0: Yeah, so so um, so basically uh, at some point Black Blackpool took a serum from Kane. Kane had to get it back um, and because he knows, uh, uh, I think he, he, he knows Blackpool has it. He, he brought Serafina with him. Yes. He brought Serafina with him yes. to, cause he took, Cain took Serafina from, uh, the Ministry of Health. We haven't mm. seen Serafina since. He right. brought Serafina to the Helio arc where Blackpool is because Blackpool stole this serum. Now the serum it uh, it's the blood of these romani people mm. um, that Serafina has in her that's what makes her so special but basically it it's blood that can be turned into serum that allows you the person to better merge with the mechanics
1: it's like a revitalized like it just yeah that's a really good way to put it actually yeah but
0: you, you it wouldn't like it would bring you back to life. I mean, it seems like it brings you back to life, but I, I, think it's mostly used for like merging the flesh with the mechanics. And it was probably, and, and even Kane says, you know, he doesn't have much of it. This is all that's left. And I, it's, it's somewhere in the dialogue. It's implied that it's also in the blood right. of Serafina right. or comes from their lineage maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you get the implication that maybe you know this was used on Lady Mechanica to mm-hmm. help her you know become Lady Mechanica, but that's what also sort of makes makes yeah. it makes her more unique. That's why Seraphina's uh, at the beginning her her, her she, she died not from her wounds like she didn't take any mm-hmm. wounds from the action. She died just from the mechanics just and being put together, yeah, just being put together, yeah. and it's because she escaped without having that. Serum sort of in her.
1: Right. And whereas Lady Mechanica is fully functioning. So I guess right. maybe Serafina was like not even finished yet.
0: Well, we also know that Serafina wasn't made. We got the implication that Serafina is not made by the person who made Lady Mechanica. That's right. Okay. Um, and then we find out later who, you know, probably made Serafina, which was Dr. Littleton. Littleton yeah. Um, so he didn't and he didn't have any access to that serum at all mm. and it's implied that he didn't even know that like the serum was a Resistent, thing yeah, yeah even existed so um so kane takes the the serum from blackpool and injects it into seraphina and then she comes back to life mm-hmm. there and basically hauls butt to go to Ange- angelo angelo yeah who
1: she can feel is deceased i guess because they're so in love maybe that was a moment to be like they were so in love they were connected and she felt that he was passed and angelo is right in front of her dad gitano lady mechanica and i think mr lewis is in the room at this point um but they all meet in there and they're like seraphine oh my gosh and then she basically collapses probably just out of shock and everything happening and then is that it and then kane comes in the room and is like hey don't touch! No, no, deny. no! She,
0: she, she gets gutted by Angelino, Ange, uh, Angelo, because uh, she, she goes. She oh. right when she gets into the room, right when she gets in the room, she rushes over to Angelo, and mm-hmm. he wakes up for like. One split second, and just yeah. puts his blade right through her chest. Yeah, and destroys her. That's
1: when King comes in yeah. and is like, "I'll revive her. Don't worry. Like she's in good hands. I'm a good guy." Blah, well, actually,
0: Alright. All right, all right, so we got to hold on. <laughs> Sorry, so we got to alright, So, so she runs in, she gets gutted, but then Captain Commander White comes in with yes. with her uh, guards. Dudes, There's yeah. a scuffle between a uh, whole battle. Everyone, yeah. 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 yeah, everyone <laughs> fights and everything, mm-hmm. and then when kane gets there uh because all the guards are already sort of subdued when kane gets there he literally just force pushes uh commander white out the window yeah like yeah you you just assume she either falls to the water or she She falls to her death death. yeah i'm assuming she just falls in the water but they don't they don't at all show it or whatever that she he just pushes her Mm -hmm. right out Mm -hmm. um and then you know basically he's like hey uh, I can revive Serafina again, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like a third time. But <laughs> every time Seraphina. she comes, every time she comes back, she's going to be a little bit less her, I think. Yeah. And then you know, but of course, uh, Gert- uh, oh, Jertana. is like you know, it's his daughter, oh. Saver, right? Um, so he's like, do it, right? And yeah. and right when he puts it in there, she like like sprouts mechanical wings, wings. which are beautiful. Yeah. And flies away, like, out the window because she doesn't know who she is. It's like, ah,
1: goodbye. Yeah.
0: And then, <laughs> uh, man. and then Kane's like, she's not going to, she might not know herself, you know, who she is. Yeah. Uh, and then Lady Mechanica's like, do you know anything about me? And he's like, I don't have time to talk about it. And then he pieces out, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, that was a little, I was like, look, if it's they're connected, uh, you know, wouldn't you think that Kane would say something right then and there? Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a very comic booky, like, sort of thing to be yeah. like, uh next time, you know. Next
1: week's episode, we'll yeah. find out what really went on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I basically.
1: And then, then then, we cut to Dr. Littleton's house. It's like the sing end of the story. Yeah. They're like, I'm so glad you're okay. I'm so glad you're okay. And Lady Mechanica, in the process, she grabbed a journal on her way to, out of the Helio arcs, which was Dr. Littleton's journal. And Dr. Littleton, um, his wife is very ill. She's bedridden and she's in a wheelchair. And um, at the very end, she asks, hey, you know, is everything okay? And he kisses her on the forehead and said, yeah, I have my journal back now. Which I didn't know if it was, he was, that was a good guy or a bad guy moment. Yeah,
0: I think that was, I think you don't really, I mean, he's obviously doing bad stuff, but for a good cause, right? uh, to
1: To maybe he's just, just has. He's has sympathy for all of these mechanical half human. Mm, no,
0: I think he's. I think he was experimenting on Serafina oh, in order to. Got it. Maybe I don't know. I see. The thing is, then like, did Littleton work for? Blackpool, because when you think about it, so so Commander uh, White is chasing Serafina down at the beginning of the very first issue, right? right? Because she escaped from somewhere you don't know where. Right. But Commander White's tracking her down. Yeah. So did she escape from Littleton, or did she escape from, you know, Blackpool?
1: Uh, well, because Littleton found her at the train station. right? So, see, okay, so I have to be honest, now that we're at this point in our podcast— um it's not the easiest comic book to review because it is such a complicated story but it isn't a bad story right it's just it's it's a lot of stuff to iron out maybe we have all these questions and they'll be answered in the next comic book i'm not sure Next volume, I should say.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think volume two is coming out or something mm, soon. And, yeah, and I mean the story that it tells in this volume, it's it's complete. You know, it's yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. But there's all kinds of little threads that you know you want to mm-hmm. know more about. And like you said, it'll probably get you know fleshed out later. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. It was sometimes it was a little tough to track the story just a smidge, and then other times. I felt like the story wasn't as cool as it thought it was. Do you know what I mean? It, like, it
1: really it, had really good intentions. It had
0: good intentions, um, story and dialogue wise. I think were you know they were more on the like average end of things. It didn't blow my mind. It mm-hmm. wasn't like you know it wasn't like a, a Grant Morrison or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and no offense uh, uh, to. Um, Joe. Joe Benitez. Benitez. I mean, it's it's a it's a competent story. Yeah, it's, it, it does its yes. job. It's um. I personally felt that the dialogue was a little bit too heavy-handed mm-hmm. and and just too much in abundance, mm-hmm. but that wasn't that a bad thing. Um, what really elevates. Lady Mechanica's character and this story in general is the art. Yeah. The art really elevates the world it. he built. Yeah. It's really
1: I think it's a great idea. I think it's I think it's a great idea. Yeah, half human, half mechanical. him in steampunk era. Yes. Yeah. Like genius. That's great.
0: And he laid enough like pieces mm-hmm. for me to be intrigued moving forward, yes. With you know, where is this going and everything? Um, and, and the characters were all interesting and they're all very well designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, story wise, it was more of just a, your average, you know, it was just more average. The story yeah. was kind of average. We're
1: like, like, you know, how in like Marvel and DC, and I, I, I hate to compare, and it's only because I've read those. Um, I feel like you leave really loving the character and caring for them whereas for Lady Mechanica I'm like I'm like she's got her she's got herself she's 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 taking care of business like I don't really care for her like is that you know what I'm saying does that make any sense like
0: is it also like is it because you haven't had as much experience like time with her too
1: maybe yeah like I did like I did want to know a piece of her story yeah like I like maybe if he inserted something about her family or if she met family or if she loved someone just like a little bit like glimpses of memory that came back or something just oh worked. yeah that'd
0: be nice like a yeah. little flash or something yeah. of you know uh, her previous life before the whatever happened to her you right. know um, maybe she's Kane's daughter Something yeah, like that, something know?
1: like, oh, see, that's cool. That's a, yeah, exactly. So um, overall, this was probably like the second or third trade that I ever read. And I, I enjoyed it more the second time. Like I said, it's more of a Downton Abbey, um, the crown kind of thing. It's very, very thick and heavy. But, you know, if you can just curl up and read it and for what it is, you'll enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed being in the world. I'm curious. I I probably will get volume two just to see what happens next because, I mean, this, this book, I think, came out a while ago I think 2015
0: oh, okay all right so it's a little bit yeah it's yeah. a few years ago so
1: maybe since then you know he's thought about more fleshed about it more got an editor like I don't know but I have hope and I I like where it's going
0: me too that's that's the thing I, yeah I'm left with I'm left with enjoying more than I didn't enjoy you gotcha. know so so the yeah. so the, the seesaw yeah. is still. Like, in favor of wanting to read more. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was reading more comic books, like, on the regular basis and I was reading these individually, mm-hmm. I don't know how far I would have gone with it. Got but you. as a trade, it was fun. As a trade that I borrowed from you, it was even <laughs> more fun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, I... I Again, yeah. The 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 takeaway is it was it was better than average. The story was was good. It mm-hmm. was it was serviceable. The story was serviceable, mm-hmm. but the artwork, that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> Dang. That's that's why you pick it up. Mm-hmm. The artwork in this comic is just stunning, absolutely gorgeous, oh and uh it should be celebrated. The the yes. artwork in this comic should be celebrated. Um you know, well, hopefully, you know, it'll maybe maybe the story will improve as it goes along. Who knows, you yeah, know? He maybe knows. he'll cut back on some of the dialogue too. As yeah. It goes along.
1: I'll let you know what happens with volume 2. I'll let you know. I'll I'll give you the cliff notes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll read it
0: at some point to get going yeah. far enough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe when uh when uh you and your husband come up to to visit in Oregon, you can bring uh, volume 2 with you. Yeah, <laughs> we could like, do you a go. swap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes.
1: I think when he goes when you go I say he you, when mm. you go to Oregon, um, will probably... Um We'd be pen pals, but with comic books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might just be
0: <laughs> dropping a comic into to one of those like envelopes at the you yeah. know the store. Um, <laughs> so I guess the takeaway is: Would you recommend this? Would you recommend Lady Mechanica to someone who's never read it before? Would you recommend it as you know, even if they don't people don't read comics? Would you recommend it?
1: Um, if they don't read comics, no. If they do read comics and they're hardcore, no. But somebody in the middle, I think, someone that that... that I think more of a female audience, I could totally be wrong on that, but I just feel like sometimes females can be a little bit more patient with stories. Um, That was not a sexist comment. I didn't mean it to be like that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, like, I guess when I imagine it, I imagine like a Downton Abbey audience, which is like little old ladies and their cups of tea. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I'm totally wrong. Um, And I apologize if that was rude. But um, like, I wouldn't recommend it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you were like, yeah, because you like action and um, other types of comics, I don't think you'd like this one. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, I, I think you, you're probably correct. Um, okay. I mean, if I never read it, I probably would have been Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad I read it. And that's that's what's cool. I would recommend it to anyone who likes steampunk, who likes that aesthetic. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how many like steampunk comic book-centric there are. This one seems like it's probably one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would recommend it. anyone who likes steampunk, yes, read it. After that, you know, yeah. yeah. I give it, give one issue a shot and see yeah. before you commit to the trade. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's fully trade worthy, mm-hmm. um, but it's I don't regret reading it. If that, yeah, if that means anything, if that means anything, and I want to move forward, if that means anything, but I wouldn't be like I'm not like going out there and be like you got to read this. Dude, you know that's yeah. that's the thing.
1: Like if it was, a, I think one day it'll be like. If it was like a TV series, I think it'd be kind of fun. I think the
0: budget on that would be crazy. It
1: would be crazy. So maybe like a really good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything. Just go right through it. But yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, (laughs) if if you all, I mean, you all pretty much heard the first volume. So if you like what you heard, if it (laughs) sounds intriguing at this point, then. Mm track it down and, and give it a shot, so. Yes, and forgive
1: us, we might be a little bit low energy today. It's literally 112 million degrees outside, <laughs> and uh, well, <laughs> we're, we're schvitzing a little bit here.
0: I, I should not have drank uh, a whiskey. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't alcohol <laughs> dehydrate you. Yeah, I think I'm like so. bacon over here, so. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all right, so this this was fun. Uh yes. Tess, what what we don't know what we're doing next week yet. Right. I kind of pitched maybe Hellboy Volume 1.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You want
0: to give that one a shot? Yeah,
1: we'll do that one or maybe History of Comics. We're not sure yet, but I really like Hellboy. I want to try Hellboy, actually. You want to give Hellboy yeah. a shot? Yeah. Okay.
0: Why not? I, I do want us to pepper in the History of Comics. I, mm-hmm. I do. I need to watch the documentary again just to kind of re- to brush up on it, but I would yes. like us to do that at one point. But at the same time, I'm I really want to get you to read more comics. Yeah, so you can, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's kind of going to be like a balancing act mm-hmm. between you know us talking about something. But yeah, I don't want every I, I don't want too much time to go by before you read something else because I, agree, I think as yeah. you keep reading them, you're going to start seeing some more ideas and yeah. you know, you're you're going to grow more with it um, as a reader. Cool. So. I, we'll awesome. see yeah we'll go for, we'll go from there but let's, let's yeah. shoot for hellboy next week all let's, right let's sounds shoot for good. that yeah. sounds
1: good yay awesome
0: cool all right
1: sweet all well right. tess where
0: can we find you online <laughs> you
1: can find me on instagram at tess yanos that's t-e-s-s-l-l-a-n-o-s and mr Corey, where can we find you
0: You can find me most actively on Instagram at Cory Nation and on podcast wise you can hear me weekly on Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and then twice a month on Podcasting After Dark where we talk about cult horror movies. (laughs) All that stuff can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And uh, as far as OCD podcast goes, Mm -hmm. ongoing comic book discussion with Corey and Tess. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys can find us on all your normal podcatchers. Please, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, (laughs) a.k.a. iTunes, because that's how people find us. Those five-star reviews are worth more than comic books? <laughs> uh. Bitcoins? I don't know. But they're valuable. Those five-star mm-hmm. reviews are valuable.
1: And you can find us on Instagram at OCD Podcast, where we post lots of fun things. <laughs> thats I think that's where
0: we're most active. We, mm-hmm. we obviously have uh, Facebook as well, um, Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast there. And uh, you can find us and you can email us through Instagram. But for the most part, we're the most active on Instagram. That's where we communicate with everybody mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of go back and forth. Sure. Give us a
1: message. It. Yeah, <laughs>
0: let us know what you think. Yeah, Co- join the conversation on Lady Mechanica if you all have read it. Let mm-hmm. us know what you think. If your uh, mm-hmm. if, if your thoughts jive with ours or yeah. not, and let us
1: know. Yeah. I love hearing differing opinions. Like I really do. Yeah, let
0: us like yeah, let us know what we didn't you know what we didn't see in it you mm-hmm. know or, or whatever if we missed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that's that's what this is here for. This isn't this is not always supposed to be a discussion between just. Tess and I, mm-hmm. it's also supposed to be a discussion with you all, and anyone from a super comic book veteran to mm-hmm. a super comic book newbie mm-hmm. c- should feel. Just right at home, asking questions. Yes, feel comfortable yes. asking questions, and Please. no one's going to make fun of you. This will always, mm-hmm. always be a safe space.
1: And if you have a good enough question, well, and there are no dumb questions, we'll uh, we'll weave it into the next episode and answer it for you if we can.
0: Yeah, that's a, actually that's a good point. If you have a question for us, uh, yeah, we'll we'll answer it on air, especially if it's something that we think that everyone you know should should. Know about type mm-hmm. of thing. That, yeah. that, that's great. So let us know what you got. Uh, we have an email address, which mm-hmm. I always have a hard time figuring just out. Just so go to our Instagram go, and click email. <laughs> yep, just go to the Instagram, <laughs> click email. It's all set up yeah. through there.
1: All right, <laughs> Thank Corey. God. It's time to turn on the AC again, my friend. Thank oh, God. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next time
0: <laughs> at Mechanicon.
1: At Mechanicon.
0: This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey.